Today, I'm going to tell you a little story as one of my podcasts, and it's about the day that my life changed, literally. It all started with when I wanted to go out to my friend's Danny's house. Well, Danny is short for Danielle because it's just easier. Well, that morning to where everything started, I got told that my mom texted me and she told me that she was going out that night. Well, typically when she says that she's going out, it typically means that she's going to the bar, she's going to a bonfire, you know, she's going to be gone for a while and she's probably going to be drunk. Hate to put it in bad terms, but that's normally what it means in my life. This is how my life typically goes. Well, I was just like, oh, okay, well, have fun with that. So me and my mom, we were sitting there, we were talking, but it was time for her to go to work. So I had to let her go to work, and I went into my room to go play my Xbox. Well, I got the bright idea. Why don't I just stay at a friend's house? Well, I texted out my friend, Danny, and I said, hey, what are you doing tonight? She's like, well, I got a banquet I got to go to. It's for the fire department, so I have to be there. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was going to ask if I could stay the night. She said that she was going to be home around 9 ish 9, 10 o'clock, and that she didn't care if I was there alone because she trusted me. I said, okay, sweet. She said, and she straight up told me, quote unquote, that all I had to do was find a way out there. If I could find a way out there, I could stay the night. She didn't care. And I said, okay. So I texted up my brother, Jace. I said, hey, bub, what are you doing? He's just like, oh, nothing, cruise around town. I'm like, cool, you should come get me. Well, he comes and picks me up and everything, and I'm talking to him, and I said, so I wouldn't have stayed the night out at Danny's. He already lives out in Lewis anyways. So it wasn't like it was going out of his way. When he was going home, he could just take me to Danny's, no issue. So we were sitting there, we were talking, he's like, well, I'm not going home until this and this time, and I'm like, that's fine, and everything. Well, then we randomly, out of the, like the blue, get a call from my brother Raymond. He's just like, hey, I'm bored, I'm home you know, come get me. So we're like, oh, we got nothing better to do. Me and him discussed everything, got the plan all worked out. Well, come to find out, my brother Raymond was looking for the same reason. He wanted to stay the night out at Danny's. Since he wanted to stay at Danny's, we all decided, you know, let's go do some redneck stuff. Let's go play in a mud hole. Let's go see if we can get stuck. (laughs) So we chilled in town for a bit. We got everything that we needed from Walmart because... We needed new freaking toe wraps and everything. So we just in case if we got stuck, we could call someone and how we can use our toe straps to get us out. Well, we decided to head out towards Boggy. Boggy ended up being closed down. Don't know why. We for the life of us, we could not figure out why Boggy was closed. So we're like, okay, bummer. Well, around this time, we got a call from Zane. Zane is Danny's younger brother. He was going to turn 18 in about a week. Well, he's just like, hey, I'm going to a party later tonight. I'm bored, and I don't want to be stuck at home the entire time. We're just like, well, I'll be staying out there. Raymond will be staying out there. Jace is giving us a ride. Do you want to just come and hang out with us? He's like, sure, why not? So we drove out there and everything. We go, and we pick up Zane. Well, that whole thing was pretty funny because we decided to stay at the house for a while. Well, while we were out there, Zane has a little BB gun. It's actually pretty painful if you get shot by it. 
It's actually pretty fun, though. Well, my brother, Eamon, me, and Zane, we all got the bright idea. Let's get Jace. Why not? Let's shoot Jace. That's such a fun idea. Well, anywho, we got in our positions and everything, and of course, Zane has plenty, plenty of these guns, so it was quite fun. And so, we were waiting and waiting, well, we knew that Jace wasn't going to come in if he knew all of us were hiding, because he knew something would be up. So we're just like, okay, well, let's do it this way. Teresa, you stand here, so I stood by the coats and everything. Raymond, you go get him and let him into the house, and let's see what ha what'll happen. And if he asks where I'm at, tell him I'm in the bathroom. This is Zane talking. And we all said okay and everything, so Raymond did that. Well, he climbed up in the attic, which is right-lined with the door. And so we knew that Raymond was going to walk in first, so do not shoot as soon as we hear that door open. Well, Raymond walks in. Jace asked where Zane was, and we told him, you know, he was in the bathroom and everything. All of a sudden, Zane comes and dangles his head down, brings the gun down and everything, and he pops him right in the back of the leg. It was quite funny to watch. I knew that if it was me, it would hurt. But it was quite funny to watch only because he's my brother and I don't know why but watching your brother get hurt is actually very fun to watch for some reason. But anywho, so we're sitting there and everything and I'm just like, okay guys, I'm getting really bored sitting here. And they're just like, yeah, us too and everything. And so we all decided, let's come back into town and let's go get some McDonald's or something. You know, let's pretty much go screw around and see who we can screw with in Cortez practically what we all agreed to so as we did that we were sitting there and we were thinking and everything well all of a sudden zane's just like i want to drive me and raymond are just like okay that's fine and everything no jace had to be stubborn because jace's truck is a single seat it's only supposed to have three people but we were fitting four in of course we a bunch of rednecks breaking the rules well we're just like, just let Zane drive, just let Zane drive. I had a gut feeling something was going to happen. I don't know why. I could not for the life of me figure out what. And I'm just like, just let him drive, Jace, and everything. So finally, we they all came to an agreement. Jace was going to drive to the top of the, to the end of the road, and then Zane was going to drive. Well, we're just like, all right, whatever. It would just be easier to do it this way, but whatever. So we all agreed, and then... We were on our way into town. Well, as we were on our way, we were driving down the road. Zane was being a little DJ, trying to find a song that we should listen to. And, of course, he came to the conclusion of Copperhead Road. Copperhead Road has a backstory to it, which you're about to hear why it has the backstory. We were sitting there and everything, and Zane was getting the song ready. And it was being stubborn, so he was kind of cussing it out a little bit. Well, all of a sudden, we saw a skunk. Don't ask me why this came to mind and why, for some reason, we see a skunk and we all get happy or something. No, what happened was that we saw the skunk and we're just like, let's try to hit it. And so we thought we hit it. Well, we got the bright idea. Let's go back and see if we hit it. I kept saying no. No one listens to her younger sister at all. Like, it's not a thing guys know how to do. Don't listen to your younger sister. She knows nothing. Well, after... This night of what you're about to find out what happens, this is why I said, let's not. Well, they didn't listen to me, and we went back. As we were going back, we were driving down the road and everything. Well, we decided to go back and see if we hit it. Well, we threw it into reverse, and we went back, 
and we saw it and we hit it. Well, we decided to go back over the top. None, no one told us that they laid down loose gravel and that there was washboard. We were speeding. The speed limit on that road is 35. We were going 45. It was 10 over the limit. And we already know that we were in trouble for speeding if we would have gotten caught. But that doesn't really work with a bunch of rednecks because that's all it seems like we know how to do. Believe me, ask a lot of people. And so we didn't catch the idea that, oh, there might be loose gravel or anything because by rules and by law, they are supposed to label if there is fresh gravel laid down. We didn't see any sign of that. Anywho, we were speeding and everything, and we caught loose gravel and washboard. Well, as we did that, we lost control. Um, as we lost control, we started fishtailing. After hitting loose gravel, we started fishtailing, and we went side to side. I locked up. I knew something was going to happen. I had no idea of what. Next thing I know, I ended up hitting my head pretty hard. I got My brain ended up swelling that night, and I currently have a concussion due to this. Um, I ended up getting knocked out. So all I remember is a sh- fishtailing and everything, and then I opened my eyes, and I saw the ditch, and I saw the windshield was cracked, and I knew we were upside down. What happened, according to everyone that was with me, which was Zane and both my brothers, um... We ended, up, we ended up catapulting into the ditch. Our um, grill guard ended up catching the ditch, and as it caught the ditch, um, it ended up catapulting us. So we landed upside down in the ditch. Well, Zane, according to how I got told, since I don't remember and I was knocked out, Zane got out second, Raymond climbed out his window, Zane climbed out the back glass that he could, and I was apparently knocked out. Jace was trying to wake me up. Jace was the one that was driving. Jace was trying to wake me up, and he couldn't. Everyone was trying to wake me up until finally I came to conscious, and I opened my eyes. And so all of this stuff happened. And next thing you know, we get me out of the truck. And how they got me out of the truck was that they had to actually um, bust the windshield and drag me out because I was not at full consciousness to get out of the truck yet. So they did that. Well, when I finally came awake, I was outside the truck. I just got dragged out. And next thing I know, I remember hearing Jace say, guys, I'm pinned under the truck. And that's when my life pretty much changed was the fact that I was just in my first car accident. My brother was pinned under the truck. Raymond was hurting. Zane was hurting. And all of us were trying to call 911 and be like, there was a car accident on this road, you know, and I'm over here going, how am I going to get a hold of my mom? My phone's dead. And so we called the paramedics. Danny, which is his older sister, was part of the, was at the banquet and everything. And she was totally expecting Zane to be underneath the pickup, not, not Jace, not anyone else. She was expecting her brother to be the one pinned under that truck. And we're really happy that none of us were severely hurt. Well, paramedics came, they got Jace out from underneath the pickup, and as they did that, they're just like, were you guys wearing seatbelts? We're like, no. How many people are originally supposed to be in that pickup? I'm like, only three. And we're sitting there, and we're telling all the officers this stuff, and 
We were worried about Jace more than anything. We didn't care what the officer had to say. We didn't care how much trouble we were in. We were just worried about Jace. Jace was pinned under the truck. He couldn't feel his arm. Well, they got him out and everything, and they took him to the hospital. Well, I already said I was fine because I didn't want Jace to get in trouble. I was hurting pretty bad, but that's only because it was my first car accident. The adrenaline was still going, so I didn't feel full pain yet. We were there, and all of a sudden, everything was finally calmed down. They got Jace out. They got Jace on his way to the hospital. They got the truck flipped over. Now it was time to try to get a hold of my mom. I called my mom twice, actually, and she never answered. I ended up having to call my grandparents, wake them up, and call my cousin and say, Hey, I'm safe. I just got in a car accident. We flipped into a bar ditch. I'm okay, but I need you guys to come get me or give Danny authorization for me to stay with her. They're just like, we'll come get you just in case something happens. And I said, okay. So my grandparents are on the way and everything. And since they're on their way, um, we ended up watching the truck get flipped over and that was pretty hard to watch going like we were in that and seeing the truck after it was out of the ditch was like how did we survive we came two foot from hitting a power pole well the truck got out and everything my grandparents showed up and I told them I'm just like I'm safe well they went ahead and they took me into town my mom finally got a hold of everyone found out what happened she was apparently this is why I say apparently because I don't believe it she was apparently freaking out, wondering what happened to her daughter, how this happened and everything. And I'm just like, I'm safe. I'm fine, you know. It's a good thing I didn't die because you didn't answer, you know. I straight up said that to her because I was pretty disappointed in her because she's never been the same. But we get home and everything. Well, finally, the adrenaline started to die down. My head was hurting. My ribs were hurting. My back hurt. My knee hurt. You know, we were thinking there, there was stuff wrong. Well, mom went ahead and took me to the hospital. Nothing was wrong. Jace only had a shattered wrist and a broken shoulder blade. That was the worst injury out of all of it. Well, later on, about three weeks later, I go to a chiropractor to get fixed. Come to find out, my brain ended up swelling that night. I still have a concussion to this day. Um, and so much more could have happened, but we're so lucky to be alive after that. And if it weren't for the fact that we were in a pickup truck and that I happened to be riding in the middle, I could have died with how the truck landed. I'm happy that we all got out of there alive. But all that happened, and yet all of us still to this day still hang out and say, you know, if we get mad at each other, you know, don't end up in a bar ditch. That is literally what we tell each other when we get mad. Don't end up in a bar ditch. We don't care what else you do. Do not end up in a bar ditch. We don't want to go through that again. I don't. And see, we always make these jokes, you know, Teresa, start planning my funeral, you know. We always make these jokes, and they're stupid, and they're, like, meaningful to us. But I would always tell Jace when he goes and he gets mad, I'm like, don't speed, don't end up in a bar ditch. I don't want to have to plan your funeral. So, but that's pretty much the sum up of the day that my life changed. And how it affected me still to this day. My wreck was February 24th of 2018. It is now October, actually I'll tell you that, October 5th, November 5th of 2018, and I still have my concussion. 
Be safe, wear a seatbelt, and believe me, it'll, it could save your life.